The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. Grab your stick and twist it! <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Might Be Bruce, Season 2, Episode 11, the podcast where we explore the people, places, and brews of the craft beer world. My name is John. With me as always, Mr. Steve. How are you doing this fine evening? Hello, hello, hello. And the man behind the board, my brother Taylor. How's it going? What's up, everybody? And we are in the presence of royalty. Oh. <laughs> our guest today, the crowned IPA queen of Westchester, our friend Dana. How are you doing, Dana? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I'm uh, really, really excited. If you guys didn't uh, realize the last episode we did uh, Kenna Brewfest, you were actually on at the end of it, and I was really excited to finally talk to you on the podcast, but we have you here for a whole episode, and we're pumped, so thanks for being here. You're welcome. If you're listening to us, please know that we love you guys, but if you enjoy the shows, we really would like your support, and if you're interested, check out patreon.com slash Network. extra content, free swag, monthly giveaways. Also, check out our sponsor, You Know Me as CBD. 100% THC free CBD. Reduce inflammation, stress, anxiety. They've got drops, gummies, and more. EunomiaCBD.com. That's E U N O M I A C B D.com. Check it out. Woo! I'm ready for a beer. What are we going to start with? We've got a lot of stuff on the table here. We're not going to start with the one in my hand and we'll talk about <laughs> this later, but this, this beer is either going to be incredible or it's going to suck. Yeah. There's not going to be any in between. That's interesting. There's a lot, a lot going on in here, but we'll get into that one later. That's a, that's a, that's a talk about a teaser. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. It's what they do in the biz. Wow. We're not going to tease this though. Like legit radio. I feel like we're, we're doing sponsors and, uh, we're doing teasers and and giveaways. We're going to start doing stunts. I think we're going to start with a little Pilsner. Yeah. We got a other half, the uh, crickets Pilsner. Yeah, I um I went up to Connecticut recently for work, and uh, on the way up there, I was like, you know what? I think it's going to be perfect timing. I'm going to be there right when they open, going through uh, New York. So I went to Brooklyn and um, got me some other half. It was on a Monday, so they didn't have a ton of cans left. I'm sure they were a little uh, little beat up from you know the weekend festivities and all the can releases and stuff. But everything that I got has been awesome. I'm surprised they were open on a Monday. Yeah, yeah. They, they are open on Mondays. So what's they that? Open at 11. I've heard oh, horror stories might sound rough, but of just trying to get there and parking. How How is that yeah. set up? Is it tough it, to get into? Is Dana, it, have you been there? Yes, I have. Yeah. So there's there's no there's no parking lot. Uh-uh. And I think where I parked might not have been a legal spot. Hey, you know, you know, there was you do. there was it looked like parking, but nobody else was parked there, which is usually the first sign that maybe you shouldn't be there in right. the first place. But um my feeling was like, I'm going to try to be in and out real quick. So I, um, I, I made a, a couple loops around the block to see if there was any spots to parallel park. And there really wasn't, but there was this one place that was around the corner and it was only like a, a five minute walk. If that, so, uh, I just, I just walked. I know. I think I got a case total maybe with like a cup, you know, maybe a couple extra four packs on top and a t-shirt that I'm wearing. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's, a block's I, I think not, that's not bad at all. Yeah, no, it wasn't bad at all. It was, it was really short walk. So I think I lucked out that, you know, I was right around the corner. But how many times have you been, Dana? I've only been once. I uh, took the train, so I didn't have the parking dilemma that you did. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I've heard people say that they, you know, um, will like park somewhere and then Uber the rest of the way. I've, I've heard a lot of different things. So How? I think I lucked out because it was early. It was like literally 11 a.m. on a Monday. Who's going to a brewery? You. Yeah, me. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> How is the train getting there? How many different? Is it a lot of switchy, switchy? Well, I was actually staying in Brooklyn and uh, took the not subway, the train yeah. and just it was only a couple stops and got off right there and didn't buy any cans, but had a couple flights. I definitely love the other half IPAs. I've said before, I like them better than the Trilliums and Treehouses of the world. It's just me, my personal yeah. thing. Um, but this Pilsner is a, is a different take from them for certain. You know what was funny is um, maybe they're not used to it, but I walked up to the counter and I said, I want, I think I said I want two of each, each that you have. And she goes, one's a Pilsner. Do you want the Pilsner? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yes, I want the Pilsner. Like she thought most people were like, give me all the IPAs. Maybe I don't know if, if they, oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, absolutely. Like I don't want anything else, but she was surprised that I was like, no, I definitely want the Pilsner. And I'll tell you right now, if I would have went up there four years ago, I put, I wouldn't, I would not have gotten the Pilsner. Right. Yeah. I like the label a lot. It's, it's a very simple. Like this it's one. got a little cricket on there. Yep. Chirp. Cricket. Chirp. I like it a lot. I mean, it's it's very crisp. I don't have a cricket impression. It's very. Um, I have a cri- I have a cricket button, just not equipped. Uh, uh, I so like. So why even talk about have, it? Yeah, I think we should have that. But I look like a penis. <laughs> oh, that one's yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. But um, yeah, let's let's go let's go ahead and rate this thing quick. I'm I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go four. I'm gonna go four two five. It's a uh, it's hit me uh, hit me in the right spots tonight. Nice Christmas to it. It's. It's got a little bit of that hop characteristic in the back of it, kind of that um, that earthy note to it. Yeah, I like it. Four or five. I drink this. I would drink this every day. Yeah, all day, all day. Banger. It's an every dayer. I would give it a four. I'm really impressed. I am usually not another half fan because I don't really like the orange juicy beers. This is beautiful. It's clear, which is shocking for other half. Um, it's not quite as crisp as some can be but it's really tasty and i could i could quaff this yeah yes it's delicious i could drink this all day <laughs> all day all day every day <laughs> so let's um i want to give a shout out to jeff over at kennett Brewfest again because our last episode was probably the most fun i've had recording so far it was the most fun you've had recording so for far. sure Absolutely. and you can tell <laughs> listening to the episode i think it was so funny because i didn't i guess realize it in the moment but, you know, when I was going back and listening to it uh, towards the end of uh, the last few, I was just like, I love you guys. And like, I, I just started telling people that I loved them at the okay, end of the episode. It, it was it was a blast. I uh, my favorite part of the show um, was when we had Brett and Laura on. And <laughs> I, I it's from like the middle of the afternoon on, like I had to remind everybody, like before we came back, like, don't say we're back. Right. Don't say, and we're back. Yeah. And John was like, and we're back. Yeah. <laughs> you told me not to say that. I did it anyway. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, it was the perfect, like, fuck it. Like, it yeah. was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> I hope oh, people appreciate great. it that it's like we don't edit things. We're just being ourselves, yeah, having a man. good time, one thing, drinking beers. One thing that I hear from 
people about the network in general is that it just sounds like we're all having a good time. Yeah. And that's great. Cause yep. that's, that's what we're doing. So absolutely. And Brewfest was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Brett asked me, um, during the show, if I ever, if I would have imagined myself going to something like that a year or two ago and short answer is no. Um, I just wasn't into all this stuff, but to see the the culture surrounding it and the the turnout and just how passionate people are about it and and it was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, that for sure. was like a really really cool time. Um, I love the little mugs. I got it in the kitchen in mm-hmm. there. It's, uh, you know, commemorative thing. Oh yeah. Um, my youngest daughter has been drinking out of it for like a week. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It's great. I mean, um, a really cool atmosphere. Everybody was really nice. Uh, the weather was perfect. Um, our setup was great. Yeah. Like doing the show there was really, really cool. I think we learned a lot too. I think the next time we do it, it's going to be bigger and better. For sure. Like, I, you know, we can try to schedule things a little better and have a little bit of a nicer setup and layout and whatever. I, I don't know. I think it was awesome. And I'm I, looking forward to doing it again and getting better and better each time. As long as we have power, we can do this yeah. anywhere. <laughs> Pretty For real. Anywhere. Right? So I'm looking forward to doing more things like that yeah yeah i actually got a little sunburn that day did you yeah i came home and like my took off my uh sunglasses i was like i had the little sunglass line i was like wow. yeah so when uh i i think it was a smart move we were gonna do camping in the backyard that I, night I, for, I, I forgot to ask you about that yeah so it was really nice that like we've got a really dope air mattress that's like a really tall queen that me and my wife shared the kids slept in their sleeping bags but it's a big tent but I think the right move was to set it up before Brewfest. So I think coming home after that and trying to set up a tent. No chance. Would not have gone well. Zero chance of that going <laughs> up correctly. So I put that up in the morning. Everything was just ready. And um, I got home and we put on a movie in the tent and I was just out. I don't remember a thing <laughs> from the movie. I was just asleep right away. But it, it, it was a lot of fun. It ended up being good. But um, I don't know. Recap the favorites. Brew Gentleman. Table Beer awesome was amazing and breaker really blew my mind with their uh that peach vanilla ipa it was very tasty i love it are either of those breweries local to us no one's in pittsburgh and one's in wilkes 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 bar wilkes Wilkes berry berry i don't know what do you say dana Dana, what do you say wilkes bear or wilkes berry you say neither. Uh, I say neither. Okay. I don't go there. I've heard. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of that town? Yes, I have. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to say avo- Wilkesburg, but I think that's wrong. Yeah, I'm just going to avoid it so I don't have to say it. Just say it really fast yeah. every time, like Wilkesburg. I got to go to Wilkesburg, PA. Yeah, Wilkesburg. they're over there in Wilkesburg. Wilkesburg. <laughs> yeah, just BR. <laughs> Wilkesburg. <laughs> they, uh, I definitely dug that IPA that they brought over to us. That was pretty tasty. Um, we, I subscribed to them on Instagram. Is it subscribe? I follow follow them. yeah yeah I follow them on Instagram mm-hmm. and uh, they do a lot of they got a lot of content coming out so they're a good uh good Instagram follow yeah I'm uh I, there's a small chance I might actually go up there um I'm gonna be near there for work pretty soon so I might try to uh swing through there and check it out the uh the winner of the connoisseur our Ooh, favorite beer was the rotunda Ooh. uh peach sweet tart uh beer. Gotcha. It was like a little soury peach, really good. I got. I don't. I don't think you ever got it. No, I didn't. Did you? It was yes. It was you really. Nope. No. It was really tasty. It, huh. it had a freshness to the peach Ooh. that I haven't gotten in a beer. It, it had. You can get peach beers that has that artificially kind of taste to yeah, them from the peach, and this absolutely. tasted like just fresh peach, and it was really good. 
That's awesome. I've heard good things about Rotunda. They're out in Anvil, PA. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but I've never made it out there or had anything else from them. I don't know where that is. It's north of Lancaster. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Sort of near Lebanon. Okay. Lebanon. 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 <laughs> Said that right. Get some Lebanon baloney. <laughs> well, Dana, let's um let's cr- let's crack another beer and exactly. let's get to know you. All what right. are we gonna do next? I I, I uh am just overruling whatever you guys think and I'm <laughs> cool. So this is the uh I saw this, uh Dana brought us this one. This is from El Cumbra in New Mexico or Arizona. No, it's New Mexico. New Mexico. New Mexico. I'm sorry. I what's, knew it was one of those two. I always get oh. those two confused. What's the uh, capital of New Mexico? Albuquerque. Yes, that's it. There Thank you. That. Um, this what is, their... is Albuquerque? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't take a left turn there. <laughs> this is their elevated IPA, but is the uh, wet hopped version, which I am a big fan of the wet hop beers, the fresh harvest ales, if you will. And I'm trying to remember which breweries I went to because I went to Lacan, or I went to Albuquerque a few years ago, and I know I went to Marble, but I don't remember if I went to La Combre or not. But I know I had a bunch of their beers when I was there. But I don't know. They're pretty much the the standard out in that south uh, southwest part of the country. Yeah, I feel like when you go anywhere near there, like especially in the airports, like it's on tap and you know things like that. I remember Project Dank being a little semi whale couple years ago getting some of that project dank was a a good goal oh yeah so taylor if you had to guess what a wet hopped beer was or meant what would be your guess as to what that means what is that giving us it's like super dank (laughs) (laughs) not really no i mean i I, I guess it can be i guess i guess it can be it smells dank i don't know if i know for sure but i'm gonna give it my best shot you guys let me know so when, when they do the hop harvest, usually when brewers get hops, they're getting them dried out and a maybe, I don't know, is it like concentrated form? I don't really know, but um, you can get you can get whole hop pellets yeah, or they, whole hop flowers, I should say. Yeah, but they or you can to, get them condensed in the pellets. Yeah, but you have to dry them out or they go bad, right? Correct. So if you they go moldy, yeah, they go moldy. Sure. So they're brewing right off the bat with fresh off the vine hops and um. So I think you get a, a bit more, more unique flavor coming out of them. It's definitely got a little bit more bitterness than you would, than we've been getting. Is it lupulin? Is that the, when, when you, when you crack open a, a hop, you can kind of see the, looks almost like pollen in there. I don't know if I'm talking out of my ass or You what. might be, or you might be absolutely correct. And I have no way of, of calling you out. We're learning. That. We're going to figure it out. <laughs> or we're just giving bad information one or the other. Could be. I like it. This is um, this has got a good hop bite. There's a little bit of a uh, a caramely sweetness that that kind of gives you a ride into that malt um, that I really like. I don't know. I I think it's um it's almost West Coast, but not to me. I don't know why. I kind of feel like there's something that makes it not quite uh, like a West Coast thing, but um, I feel like that malt though reminds me of that brewery, La Cumbre. Yeah, it's like they their their signature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go four two five on this guy. I'm going solid four on that. That's a uh, a nice harvest ale. I could drink a little yeah. drink a little bit of those. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go solid four as well. You like so, it? Yeah, I, I do like it. It's um, it's approachable, but dank. But dank. It's good. What, what are like, some- It's good. Like it. it, it it is. It, it it feels clean. It's got a nice finish. Um, 
you kind of expect like the nose of it kind of to me makes me feel like it's it's going to be a little less approachable than what i i feel like it is it's good i think that malt balance is helping you out yeah i like it what what's there are some other local wet hop ales that we get um the victory harvest ale is is one of the better ones in the area and i haven't gotten one yet this year did you get one dana not yet I should definitely try and get What's down there. What's the one that uh, Trogues, no, Founders, I don't know. I feel like they probably both do, but there's another one that I feel like I always get, and I can't think of the name of it. I know Sierra Nevada always has one that I can't remember the name of either. Yeah. We're woefully unprepared. Yeah. We didn't know Daniel was <laughs> bringing right. this beer. I'm just bringing, bringing up questions for things that we're not prepared for. I feel like Lagunitas has one, too. Uh, yeah. Born Yesterday. Yes. All right. I actually got it. There you go. Name. Pulled yeah, for you're you. right. And that's a good beer. That's a very like good that beer. beer. Pulled that right <laughs> out of the old keister. Yep. All right, so what do you guys think? I gave it a four. You gave it a four already. I give it a four, two, five. I really like it. It's beautiful, clear. Yeah. Um, it's got a florally nose and then um, a bit bitter, but also the little sweet to the malty to set it off. But you're right. It doesn't have that real crisp clean that the West Coast yeah. uh, beers do. It's tasty, and I love it. And I saw it on the shelf in Denver, and I'm like, you're coming home with me. <laughs> Before we get into that, we're going to get into that later. Or do you just bring an extra bag? Yes. That's smart move. Yeah. Ask, ask me later. I'll tell you all about well, it. Well, Dana, let's get to know you a little bit. Um, I don't know about you, Steve, but I believe we met at the Frank's Bottle Share. Yes. Which I feel like, for me, was like one of those, um, I, don't, I don't know what to call it, but it's like this, this moment in time that like changed a lot of the craft beer world for me where I feel like I was mm-hmm. just getting into it. I was ambitious about tr- like trading and, and sharing and things like that. And luckily Fran was at Frank's at the time. And, um, you know, yeah, we shout out Fran. Yeah. Bagels are slamming. Yeah. Have you been there yet? Brandywine Valley bread? No, I have not. Do you know about it? Yes, I do. Yeah. That place is, uh, is awesome. When he does like every once in a while, he does breakfast sandwiches and they're incredible they're to die for i think he said he i don't know if i'm uh oh you know dropping some uh some news or anything but i Uh-oh. think he's he's he keeps bringing in more and more help because they're so busy and the lines are always out the door and uh but he's he's going to start bringing on breakfast sandwiches full time that's the way to do it yeah so i'm, I'm really excited for that i miss the, i miss doing that yeah. but i feel like we should try to like organize a new bottle share and maybe not like a monthly thing but like let's do this like crazy like once or twice a year like just bananas local bottle share like i think we can team up with like a venue a couple of the beer groups maybe and just go nuts that sound like a good idea i was gonna say do it at my house but yeah you're going a little little big for my place yeah i'm talking about like the craziest bottle share on the east coast we should try to start one I've heard stories of these kind of bottle shares that just everybody's bringing these whales and just like how do you get invite to only and but I don't know if they actually happen or not or if they're just legends of lore. I hear about them. Dana's shaking her head. I think she's been to a few. You know what I was going to say about you, Dana? I was thinking about it on the way here that I feel like a lot of times I'll go to like uh, like youngers on tap somewhere and I show up and you're there. <laughs> Or like, you know, I'm trying to think of other situations, but I know there's been a few where there's like a, a, a special release or something cool going on, an event, a tap takeover, something like that. And I show up and you're there and it's always exciting to see you. Oh, thank but you. You're always uh, around. Well, I try. I enjoy 
the events, the the uh, releases, um, fun thing, fun things like Zwanza Day at Monks, the Younger all over, um, any other fun brewery events at, at uh, places out this way in mm-hmm. Chester County that I can get to relatively easily. So yep. It's fun. You know, you met Dana at the Frank share. I met Dana at a share that she did at the poor house. Ah. That was where we met probably a couple months before the Frank share started up. Nice. It was the early bird share. Oh yeah. Where the normal beer nerd share starts at like 1130 at night or something. Oh yeah. They always did crazy silly for us working type people. (laughs) So Dana decided to have a, uh, a share that actually started at like five. Six. Six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I, I didn't know anybody. I just saw it and I was like, yo, I'm going. I grabbed a beer and just figured I'd meet whoever I met there. Yeah. And it started at six and I was, I got to the parking lot at like 5.50 or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm not going to be the first guy in there, you know. So I wait till like 5.59 and I walk in and there's already like 15 people at the table and I was like the last one there. <laughs> they were all pregame and they yeah. were all ready to go. Nice. That's awesome. Well, Dana, let's, um, Let's get to know you a little bit. Okie doke. So I wrote a couple questions for you. Sure. When and where was your first craft beer memory? Oh, goodness. Well, the first like real craft beer was Victory. Okay. I'm thinking. I, I sort of got into it slowly, long time ago, moved out of drinking, you know, regular lagers and such and found like um, uh, the Honey Brown and mm-hmm. then Blue Moon. J.W. Dundee, and Honey yeah, Brown. And just sort of, that sort of got me into like, ooh, there are different kinds of beers. And a club that I belong to had an event at Victory. Went to Victory and I'm like, oh, I like beer. Let's check this out. And yeah, it's been over ever since then. <laughs> nice. <laughs> One of these days I'm bringing a uh, J.W. Dundee, Honey Brown. Yeah. We've talked about it a couple of different <laughs> it's times. It's come up a few times. Absolutely. That was a beer of my youth. It was either lager or jw dundee honey brown mm-hmm. and that was oh gosh i've been in the car club oh 15 years car so, club yeah what kind of car club mini mini yeah nice mini. you got a mini right i do that's, that's awesome. why i'm in the well oh, that's why you're in the club <laughs> way to go john yeah. <laughs> okay terrific <laughs> moving on so what was your what kind of styles like you said you were in the lagers back then but mm-hmm. nowadays what are your favorite styles do you have a favorite oh well i'm the ipa queen of westchester right. so obviously ipas but i am sort of picky about my IPs, ipas anymore because i do like the more west coast the clear the i don't really like the whole lactose orange juicy um Treehouse, Trillium, the New England IPAs? I I like New England IPAs, but some of them get just too thick. Okay. Just just too much. Yeah. And I get hot burn a lot of times. Mm. I think the last Tired Hands beer, actually at um, Kennett. Yeah. I dumped it. I tasted it. I'm like, oh, it's burning the whole. I'm like, "Mm, nope, bye. Which one? The uh, the milkshake they brought? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had a peach milkshake. I I never got overtone. I I actually enjoyed it most times. So I like I like Alien Church. I like a lot of uh, I, I love Hop Hands. It's just like such a perfect beer. I like a lot of Tired Hands beers, but when it comes to the milkshakes, most times I don't like them, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know if um, if it is the lactose thing. I've had lactose beers that I've liked. I've had ones that I don't like. I'm not really sure, but I kind of enjoyed that peach one, or at least the one I had. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a temperature thing or whatever was going on, but um. I think I'm just sensitive to the hot sure. burn thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. 
What's the worst hot burn beer you've ever had? Oh, I don't recall, but I know I've had ones before I, I figured out what it was. I was like, what? What? Is there pepper in this beer? Right. And I was really confused. And then I read online about hot burn. I'm like, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know. Mine was a, uh, I think it was a triple mango IPA from Pizza Boy. Ooh. Okay. And it, it almost had like a garlic mm. that heavy of a burn. Like it was like, I was like, what's happening? Oh my Lord. Mm-hmm. It's like, did they, uh, it was so hot and just burning me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, you, it's almost like pepper. And it's usually yeah. the, the dry hop beers. I think that, that usually get me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dana, do you have a favorite brewery? Not really. I it's, like it's a, a hard lot question, of them. right? Exactly. I mean, I love Levante. They're my boys. Um, she just uh, did like the, the chest <laughs> panel, right? Did you hear it? Um, I've been enjoying Brayluck because it's closer to my house. Okay, yeah. Um, out in Kent, if you haven't been there, yeah, we know. We just talked to Kent. Yeah, we just talked to Kent. They were a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yep. Um, and I think they did really well on the voting uh, at Kent Brewfest as well. I think they had like the second or third. Yeah, I think I heard beer, that. Which is awesome for a, a new brewery. Um, I like Victory because it's my you know old OG. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of that, uh, it's a hard question. Stone right? does great brew. I mean, yeah, you know, Lawson's. Uh, yeah, it, it's really hard to hard to pick a favorite. I know what you mean exactly. It's like having a favorite kid. If there's not a favorite brewery, what like or okay, so there's a lot of awesome places breweries to drink at around here. Mm-hmm. But do you have a favorite place that's not a brewery that you like to have beers? Oh, at? absolutely. Two that I can think of right off the top, of the, which would be Sidebar, of course. And yeah. split rail. Yeah. Because I work in Westchester, so it's really easy to bang it right there. They both have stellar tap lists. Um, Thursdays is a IPA day at split rail, four bucks for any hoppy beer, which is awesome. That is cool. Anything in cans, draft, bottles. Awesome. Um, yeah. Love both those places. I've only been to split rail a couple times. I've been to sidebar quite a few times. I've only been to split rail once and I was so distracted the entire time because it used to be 15 North. <laughs> and that's all I could think of is I can't believe this is the place that used to be 15 North. Right. Like this used to be the place where we go for 25 cent drafts and listen to uh, Mr. Green jeans or burnt Sienna or any of those other local wow. cover bands. And there'd just be dudes like puking in the bathroom. Like, and now it's just like really cool little gastro pubby kind of spot. And they do, they do have a really nice tap list. They've been getting good stuff in and, and their food was really good. I had this fried chicken sandwich. that was slamming. Yeah. Yeah. I I've been there to eat a couple of times. I think I went there once to drink at the bar and I think maybe one or two other times I remember going upstairs and having dinner with a beer or something like that. Nothing crazy, but I remember that they have a, a good tap list and mm-hmm. does the Levante have a house beer there? Or to somebody, I feel they I used to. The, okay. the, they used to the saison. Okay. I don't know if it's still the house beer. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it is. You want? Let's get it another beer in real quick. Do we yes. want to do our uh, styling and profiling? Yeah, styling and profiling. So, what are we doing, Steve? Do you, we, do you need to pull your thing up? You want me to crack it while you uh you crack? John's getting cracking. Grab his dick and twist it. Exactly. Oh this is an MMA fight, dude. <laughs> 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 oh my god dude it's an mma fight so we are up to the international amber lager which of course we had to represent with our homeschool yingling lager bringing it back to the old school 
Yeah, it was funny when you when you sent the message out and was like, here's what the next style and profile is going to be. And it was Amber Lager. And the first thing I did, I started reading the description of it. And then I was just like, what are the the uh, the options? Yeah. And I saw Yingling and I was like, do we have to do Yingling? I mean, like, that's the OG uh, from PA. Yeah. Overall impression, a well attenuated multi amber lager with an interesting caramel or toast quality and restrained bitterness. Usually fairly well attenuated, often with adjunct quality. I don't know what that means at all. Added stuff. But often with added quality. Smooth, easy, drinkable lager character. So Taylor knows, and I've told the story before, that I I used to not be a beer drinker at all. I was of drinking age and could not drink a a Miller Lite or Coors Light. I just didn't like it. it. It didn't taste good and i was like give me a jack and coke give me a twisted tea that was my thing right but i remember starting to get into it i was i I had uh some summer shandies and and was like okay i i'm i really like this and i remember going to somebody's like kegger and drinking yingling and being like holy crap this is incredible beer like this is so good and uh you know, I, I don't, I, I just, I can't, now I can't think of the last time I've had a Yingling. It's been forever. I can only imagine that it was at some sort of sporting event at a Phillies game, an Eagles game, something where I'd be out in public. I don't remember the last time I bought one. It, it's been a while. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't, I think it was very rare that I don't, I don't think I ever really bought a case of Yingling for the house or anything like that because I was always like blue moons shock tops stuff like that and then i just started going into like sculpting all of a sudden see now i do remember this was the first case of beer that i actually bought when i turned 21 legally and i remember going to the lamb drive through and could i have a case of lager please and <laughs> i have my uh my id ready and he just gave it to me and didn't ask me for id and I was like, son of a bitch, how long could I have been doing this? <laughs> you right? son of a bitch, ask me for my ID. That's funny. I, I remember going to the bar and ordering a lager in Pennsylvania and getting a yingling. And then I went to Boston and I was like, I wonder if I can do this here. And they'll just give me a Sam Adams. And I was like, let me get a lager. And they looked at me like, Sam Adams lager? Like, I just thought that was a thing that you could do and people knew and... I don't know. It just works here and nowhere else. Yeah, this is re- it's really the only place where it does work. Yeah, that, but what are, we, what are we gonna what are we gonna rate this thing? Do you have to? If I'm going, you know, it's so tough to rate it because it's it's memories, but it's also you're trying to rate the beer. I'll go three seven five. It's it is what it is. It's Yangling. Yeah, I'm actually surprised um, how like there's like a lot of caramel flavors in it to me, and it doesn't really even feel all that balanced to me i'm kind of surprised i was expecting more out of it maybe like because it's so popular like being a pennsylvania beer i think the people were um used to get really excited when actually like travel for this beer or bring this beer home with them and things like that way back in the day i've heard stories of it but um i don't know i'm not really feeling it i'm gonna go like a three what are you doing taylor i'm going um all the way up all the way up. Dude, this beer is a classic. It is hands down the most approachable beer that isn't Miller Lite. And it's absolutely delicious. It's handcrafted in Pennsylvania. 
It's a staple to our community. And <laughs> I feel like I should be standing for this. It's, right. it's, this beer is legendary. This beer is legendary. And um, it's it's an instant classic. That was beautiful. I think we need to like start a slow clap for that. That was, <laughs> that was well done. That's like one of those scenes in a movie where like you're trying to pump everybody up. The last okay, minute. Okay, terrific. Uh, yeah, you know, I moving tried, on. I tried my best. Dana, what are your thoughts on Yingling I Amber think Lager? For what it is, for the style, it's awesome. I would, for the style, I would give it four. It's not something that I seek out. It's not something that I drink. I did used to buy it for my son, but you know, <laughs> right. he was an old man. So, um, but yeah, for for the style, it's it's an awesome beer. Yeah. You know, and it's not really fair that we're having it after we just had a wet hot beer. And true, <laughs> true. That probably has something. Your, your palate shot. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> honestly, speaking of that, um, I didn't really rinse my glass out much, and this was delicious. Okay, because I don't know if it, if all those other beers helped or not, but it was delicious. Yeah. So on our next episode of uh, styling and profiling, we'll be doing the uh, international dark lager. Okay. Um, after that, we're into the Czech lager land. There's a bunch of Czech beers up next in that. That's exciting. It, it's exciting, but I don't know if I'll be able to get too many of them. Well, Extin I don't know. Bevco, I know, has some of them, but we'll, we got a couple weeks. We'll, I think Victory we'll get keeps into that. some Czech stuff on. There's a couple Everyone's different ones. I can think of that. There's a Czech lager. Yeah, hip Czech, the, the hip Flyers check. looking well, one. But we'll get into it. We got to take a break. Dana just got back from Great American Beer Festival. We've got a lot to talk about. I'm really excited to hear how that went. Um, it's a place I've, I've wanted to go to, but I have no idea what it's like. So I'm really excited to hear about that. But we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Hey, Taylor Cooper here. And if you're looking for real, all-natural relief from stress and muscle soreness, you've got to check out our friends at Unomia CBD. Unomia CBD products are grown and processed in the USA, nano-amplified, 100% THC-free, and third-party lab tested. Order anywhere in the U.S. and use promo code NBN to get free shipping plus 20% off your entire order just for our listeners. What are you waiting for? Is stress wearing you down? Are sore muscles getting in the way of your weekend plans? Unomia CBD is a game changer. I personally love their menthol pain relief lotion, their gummies are delicious, and they even have CBD treats for your dogs. Go to unomiacbd.com, check out all their products, and don't forget to use promo code MBN for an extra 20% off your order plus free shipping. It's your life. Feel better. Unomia CBD. That's E-U-N-O-M-I-A. E-U-N-O-M-I-A CBD.com Go there now. Use MBN as the promo code. Get 20% off and free shipping. Must be 18 years old or older to purchase. So you've been listening to the Might Be News Network, but you still can't get enough each week? Become our patron on Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash MBN Network to become a patron and get exclusive content now. For as little as $5 per month, you'll get access to extended episodes of all your favorite shows, as well as perks including MBN merch and monthly giveaways. Just want to support the network? Become a patron for as much or as little as you'd like. Get bonus content each week and head to patreon.com slash MBN Network. Your contributions help us make this network bigger and better than ever before. Patreon.com slash MBN Network. All right. Welcome back 
Now I can I can say welcome back now, right? Because we came back from commercial. That's correct. So yeah. I can say welcome back. That was Fuck proper it. execution. Fuck it. <laughs> welcome back to Might Be Brews. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, if you're not already, check out all the other shows on the Might Be News Network. I'm really hyped for Might Be Tunes. I thought the first episode was great. Lots of cool conversation. I was a little worried that it was going to be all straight hip hop. I'm glad I heard some uh, some old school rock coming yeah. out of the conversation. I appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. We got a really cool, diverse uh, group of people uh, talking music. I don't know Carl all that well, but uh, Ahmed, I know he's a cool guy. And um, but yeah, they're, they're just great people to have on. And it's a lot of fun to listen to. I'm a little shocked that you go Evil Empire over Rage Against the Machine's first album. Um, I do that for um, for the hits. It, for me, it's just to me, it's got you know Bulls on Parade, um, uh, 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 Children of the Sun, or whatever that the the snake charmer there's songs on there that i like so much i'm not saying it's bad at all yeah it's great that don't get me that was a tough the was first a, album to me is just because to me a rage album has to make my top five albums list it has to i just don't know which one and honestly it changes from the day probably today if you ask me that question right now it'd be battle of los angeles to be completely oh honest. Well, even going the other way be completely honest awesome there's a really good youtube clip of them playing in like a record store before the first album came out and i'll i'll send oh, wow. you a link on it it's like they're like babies but like the songs are all there it's so cool to see back in the day yeah wow, i bet right? so you can check out conversations like that uh every friday every friday um will be every other friday Every other Thursday, every other Thursday, Thursday now, yeah. coming out. Yeah, uh, check out Relatable Radio if you don't like the segment. There's something wrong with you. There's lots of good stuff going in there. So <laughs> sign up to our Patreon page. Do it. Patreon.com/slash/mbnnetwork. Check us out. So what are we drinking next here? What do we want to go to here? Getting a little thirsty. Do you have one from Colorado? Which yes, one's from Colorado? Do the Weldworks. Uh, Weldworks. Weldworks. I've heard Juicy a bits. lot about Weldworks. Juicy bit. Never had one. I'm excited. Oh man. So, you were, was this last week? Yes. Last week, you were in Denver, Colorado for the Great American Beer Festival. And Taylor, if you don't know much about Great American Beer Festival, that is a beer festival that had more than 60,000 people descending on Denver. It was the 38th mm -hmm. annual. There was more than 800 breweries pouring over 4,000 beers. Woo! <laughs> Man, that's, that's huge. That's, uh, that's, you know, I, I went to Kenneth Brewfest thinking, like, this is a really cool thing. It's really big, 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 big. And, like, not to take anything away from it. Obviously, it's a whole different thing. But that was like, 101 breweries. That was 60,000 people. That was an eighth the amount of breweries. Yeah, no shit. That's wild. So that's broken up into different sessions, right? Do you know yes. how many different sessions Four they have? Four different Four different uh, sessions. The first one is on Thursday night. There's one on Friday night. There's an early session on Saturday and a late session on Saturday. And are they different breweries at different no. times? Or are they all the no. breweries available? All the breweries uh, are for all four sessions. Now, I've heard it's changed a few times, but from what I understand, they, uh, they, they organize the breweries by the region of the country. Correct. So there's like an East Coast. Correct. A West Coast, uh, mm -hmm. this and that. I don't know the rest of the country. There's yeah. just something in the middle. Midwest, I don't know how they divide all Midwest, that up. Um, then they have a Meet the Brewers section. Um, they have a... A Jameson um, cask 
mates beer yeah uh, breweries that have made beers with the jameson barrels mm-hmm. um i saw that yeah so it's that it's basically arranged by geography speaking of that i hear that there's um th- so that like great american beer fest kicked out all the ab InBev yes. and the big uh the big name breweries correct but they let jameson come in and there's a lot of people that are giving flack for that because they're like, well, Jameson's like a big conglomerate national thing. And, you know, does that make sense to not let in, you know, the Miller Coors well, or whatever, but but let in a Jameson? Yeah, I can see that point. But the the Jameson area is uh, there are craft breweries there. Small, like uh, River Horse was in there. And um, Sly Fox, Sly I think, Fox. did something with him. Right. Like, no, uh, uh, Evil Genius. Yeah. Um, so they're smaller breweries and they just have made beers. You don't get Jameson in there. You don't get, it's all beer. There's only beer at this point. Sure, yeah. Um, so Jameson does sponsor the area, but the beers and such in there are craft breweries. Yep. I think it's neat. I'm mm-hmm. glad that a big company like that is seeing the value in craft breweries and partnering with them and making awesome beers. I don't see a problem with it, but I saw, I was reading up on, you know, all these articles kept coming out about GABF and and that was one of them that I read. I was like, well, that is an interesting take that, you know, they're kicking out the big corporate guys. Well, it, it also, but you think the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile was there. So that's another big corporate. I mean, they don't let big beer in there, right. but they do let other sponsors in. So, out of the sessions that you attended, what do you think, um, like, what were the best parts of it? The best parts? Oh, my goodness. Well, everybody has a different uh, enjoyment when you go to a beer fest. I'm a wander around like a child in a candy store. Right. And I just sort of wander around and end up having a few and then chit-chatting with people. Um, my friends had a much more laser focus. They had lists of what they wanted to try. I kept up with them for a little bit, and then I ended up wandering off and talking with people that I knew there, and then I got a back massage, and uh, then I ate some food, and mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> had some free hot dogs, and you know, so um, I just the atmosphere and talking to the brewers and seeing the different beer and just seeing the people. It's it's beer people, and I love beer people. They're the they, best people. They are, and it, you know that's that. I think that's the fun part for me. Other people might say getting these whales. I mean, I had a, a Sam Adams Utopias. I've had it every time I've gone, but a lot of people have never even had it or even yeah, seen never it. Had um, a lot of the beers are, are serious whales, and that's what they enjoy. I enjoy them as well, but I enjoy the just the fest and having sure. fun. So in your session, who had the longest line? Oh, well, immediately it was probably uh, Weldworks um, for the media noches. Um, three Floyds had a very long line cause they had a, a dark Lord variant, um, Russian river, of course, cause there are people, other areas of the country that don't get Pliny the elder. Um, that's, a, that's a trip yeah. to people out here that don't know that, yeah. that they're like, oh, well, yeah. Pliny is great, but we get it. And, and there's <laughs> yeah. people that would give their left arm yeah. for a, yep. for a sip of Pliny. Yep. Oh, uh, the, when the, the, the utopias elder. for Sam Adams utopias, they do that as a timed uh, tapping, it's not on tap the whole time you're there. So I think it was like at two oh seven, they would tap it, and a half hour before that, people start conglomerating just around this out. booth, and there had to be hundreds of people just packed around this this you know end booth, 
and they counted down and it was it was more fun with beer people as well because i was sort of towards the front because i knew it was going to happen and you would just pass your cup up and then you know to get a beer because you're standing there waiting and you need to drink so the beer people they'd hand it up they'd get you a beer and they'd hand it back and you know and then we counted down to tapping and then everybody got their utopias and everybody was very happy how is the utopia what's the it's 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 really not beer like from what i've heard no, it's 39% alcohol. So it's much more like liquor. Yeah, it's more like a brandy. Very sweet. Or, exactly. It's very much like that. But it's yummy. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So what about outside of the actual festival? Right. What kind of stuff was going on? That awesome did you do? stuff. Uh, lots of stuff. That is, if you don't like Beer Fest, you could go to Denver during GABF and just just go to the events at the local breweries and bars and have an awesome time and have awesome beers. It's almost, it's similar to Philly beer week where a lot of the, the breweries and the, the, the bars are having different events, different tappings, different guests, you know, brewers coming in. Um, so we hit a lot of different uh, venues when we were there, both uh, beer bars and breweries. And uh, you could, you could, wouldn't even have to go to GABF. That sounds like a blast. It do, is. Do you have any secrets or tips for somebody that wants to go to GABF? Um, like something that would just help them out if it's their first time going? Absolutely. Um, so the way GABF is is laid out, there's the Thursday session, which I have gone to uh, every year in the past because it's a less attended um, session. How so many years have you gone? Four. Okay. It's my fourth year, I, but I've gone with my friends who've gone 10 years now. So I learned everything from them. Gotcha. Um, it's less attended. All the beers are on tap because it's the first night. Um, it's just, it's a really good night to go. I skip Friday. Friday we do, well, this year we actually did a bottle share with uh, friends we had out there, but you can hit up uh, local bars. Um, in the past, I went up to Boulder and went to Avery. All kinds of events are going on because Friday night tends to be sort of a, what you call a shit show. Okay. <laughs> um, Saturday, the early session, you have to be a member of the American Homebrewers Association or the Brewers Association, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have to be a member, and they send out a code for you to to get your tickets, and you can only get two. That's a good one to go to as well because it's fewer people as well. Sure. Because you have to have the the membership. Saturday night, not at all. A lot of the stuff is kicking. You're not going to get it. Um, also known as shit show. So <laughs> so Thursday night, Saturday afternoon. Very interesting. Everything mm-hmm. uh, that I saw, I was seeing a couple on tap lists. They had well works all over the place. Oh, absolutely. That was uh, one of the things. And we're drinking on some well works right now. Yes, we are. Juicy bits. And it's it's definitely aptly named. It definitely is juicy. I feel like there's a bitterness at the end that's almost a turnoff for me. There's a little hop. I don't want to know. I don't know if it's hop burn. It's a hop burn, but now, it's I close. had the thought, but it's close. It's close. But, I, you know, I, I'm probably going to go, I, I'm thinking, man, it's tough because I'm trying to compare it to the other beers that I've rated today, but I think I'm going to go 375. You're going 375? Yeah. I'll go four. I'll go four. It's still good. It's still got the juicy that, that I like to it. Taylor? I need to take another sip. Because <laughs> I'm like right between 375 and four. It's good. I, I see what you're saying about the after like the aftertaste, like the bitterness to it. Otherwise, it's juicy. It's delicious. I'm going for. I'm going for because I like it. 
I do like it. I would drink that more than just sometimes. I'd, I'd, I would drink that uh, semi-regularly. <laughs> semi-regularly. Semi-regularly. I would give it a 375 only because it, it's a little thin to me. Um, mm-hmm. I do like, actually, I like the bitterness at the end because I like my bitter beers. Um, but it, it's a very good beer. Yeah. It's tasty. Mm-hmm. I like the, uh, it, it has like a really nice like kind of citrus vibe to it. Definitely got the citrus notes. Yeah. yeah. But I think you're right. I wish it had a little more body, a little more depth to it, and the, the little burn at the end I'm not crazy about. So I read a really interesting article about GABF uh, earlier today that said popular brewers get treated like rock stars at oh, GABF. And I thought it was really neat to hear. And there were some things that I didn't realize. And, and a lot of this article had to do with Sam Caligioni from Dogfish Head, who I think gets a lot of love, especially from other brewers that are there. And it was really neat because I saw that um, I didn't realize it. But the article said that Sam and Dogfish Head were one of the first brewers to start adding culinary ingredients into beer. So they were one of the early ones to start doing things like, um, I don't know, just things that weren't necessarily like different hop combinations or, you know, super hoppy things or whatever. He was adding in, you know, spices and rosemary and, you know, who knows what else. I mean, the first time they did 120, that was probably boggled some people's minds dark ipas fruit juice ipas coffee stouts they all got their start at dogfish head among the beers being poured this year are suddenly comfy an imperial cream ale with fresh apple cider saigon cinnamon and madagascar vanilla beans uh there's a sour barrel aged or barrel aged sour with raspberries called buddha's hand i believe so um you know those are kind of the the things that i guess he's you know with the with the uh you know, food ingredients and things like that, that he's doing and continues to do that. It seems like they, they still do well with, I don't know. I'm thinking about that dogfish head. What was it? The, um, the 75 minute with like the maple syrup. Mm. 75. Fan of that the one. cask. That the I, 75? I love that one. I do you? That, one. that was always on when I would go down to the beach and that was always number one on the, on the list. Is dogfish head the one that does that, um, that sour that I like at your place all the time. Oh yeah. 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 Sequench. The, uh, sequench. Yep. <laughs> Thing is banger. Serious. So Caligioni's been going to GABF since 1999. He says in the early days, the reactions were a lot different than today, that they were actually pouring his beer out in front of him, saying that like he wasn't good. Nice. Um, and, and, you know, way back then, even the hop intense beers weren't around. Uh, yeah. And just says he, him using culinary ingredients in beer was unheard of at the time. I wonder what it was like going out there in 99 and 2000. It was probably nothing like it is now it's got to be so much different right i wonder if it was like a big like pilsner contest it's i don't know it must be but i i also read somewhere that the pilsners and lagers are making a comeback where everything was shifting mm-hmm. where when you would go to gabf supposedly it was just ipas and barrel aged stouts yeah and that's what everybody was putting out for people and now you're starting to see lagers and more sours and things like that coming back is the the fruited sour game out there as as popular as it is absolutely. around this area? Oh yeah, absolutely. So, like, how many how many stops would you say that you made, like, just in a in in one session? Oh, how many beers? Yeah. Well, let's see. Ooh, let's, consult, <laughs> let's consult the list. Let's consult my list. Um, let's see. I didn't break it down into 
I went to two sessions and I had 117 from GABF. Wow, that's great. I think it was 60 some one day. And yeah, yeah. From the other. Yeah. Um, I was in Denver for five days. I got there on Tuesday. So you got to get there early to, you know. Get set up, get do, ready. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of events. The events start sure. mostly on Wednesday. Um, so I hit 14 different venues, one bottle share. I had 159 untapped check ins, and I know I missed some. <laughs> wow that's crazy <laughs> so it was uh five days five straight days of drinking beer wow. across five days yes i mean that's still a lot i'm just thinking like if you go to something like kennett you know there was at least 200 beers there like how many can you possibly check oh, yeah. in in an afternoon but over five days that's still a lot i mean what, what does that break down to a lot of them were what tasters that, a good though. 30 40 beers a day yeah tasters yeah it was a lot of a lot of flights a lot of tasters that's that's really cool that, that's it's that's really yeah cool. it's awesome because like that's that's an experience that like you know just as a, as a novice to this whole thing and i look at kenneth brewfest as like this huge deal uh i can't even fathom that i can't even fathom that you put in a lot of steps you just walk in there and it's just like Woo! <laughs> yeah for real the place is huge so you get yeah. a lot of walking yeah, oh yeah oh uh -huh. yeah i bet I want to give a shout out quick to Andy B show. She was a recent guest and she posted something on her blog or maybe it was just in beer nerds. Either way, it was like an opinion piece that was like, do the metal, the metals from GABF really matter. And I thought that was interesting because what are some of the brewers that are not represented there? Who doesn't go, you know, is, is tired hands is tree house. Like I don't hear about those places being there. And there are some of the ones that are very popular. They get lines every can release. Do they have dinner there? I don't know if Maine's there or not. Is Maine Brewing Company there? No, I don't think they were there. But there's a difference between GABF and the beers that are in the competition. You can enter a beer in the competition and not have a booth. At the, the booths at the fest are expensive. So, you know, a lot of breweries won't, won't do it. Or they'll do it one year and that, you know, back off of that. But you can submit your beer for judging. Okay. So there's a difference. Without having a booth. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So, um, I mean, there's got to be a lot of uh, people that, that entered beers, but I'm curious, the ones that won, how much does that really matter to the beer community? Um, I think it matters to the real beer nerds. It's interesting. And yeah, when, when they do announce the awards, people at the fest, like they announce them during the Saturday early session. Okay. All the brewers will be at the awards and they are broadcasting it. And then they put little stickers and you'll see the brewers coming out with medals. Mm -hmm. And I'd walk in, well, one of the years I went to 2SP, I guess it was three years ago now, when Bob won for the, the Russian and he had his medal and, and I got a Russian, he had a Russian and we're you know, cheering because he has his gold medal, which is really That's cool. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, and people do seek those out at the fest. And when you're at the fest, people will have signs like, you know, gold medal winner this year or silver medal winner, you know, last year. Mm -hmm. So it probably does drive at the fest. Once you get home, I'm not so sure how much it really people realize it. I mean, the beer community, maybe, but general yeah. public. Mm. I've heard some people say that like, it doesn't really matter. It's just happened to be that day that you had the best beer it doesn't mean much for your brewery i've heard other places say it completely changed their business where people that have won gold medals for a style 
that now all of a sudden they've got people coming in their door all yep. the time because they've heard about it. Yeah, I would assume that it would affect it on a local level a lot more than anything. I you mean, know, uh, like, hey, we're this is an award-winning beer. Your hometown brewery makes it. Come check it out. And then, boom, here it is. I know the last time I talked to Mike Hamero over at Root Down, it was shortly after he won gold for his um, his American IPA, Bine, I think it was. Uh-huh, Correct. Yes. And he said... Um, Oh yeah, it, it made a difference. I mean, I think they're popular already, but he said, yeah, I mean, you've got people traveling from surrounding states to come in and, and have that beer because it won. That's pretty dope. Like, I would be very cool with that. Like, yo, what's up? You're from some other place. That's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. But I want to give a shout out quick to the Pennsylvania breweries that took home medals this year from GABF. Freewill Brewing Company for their beer, Ollie, that was a Belgian-style lambic or sour ale, one of the two. It's a which, beer. It's a beer. I'd be really interested to try it because I've been digging uh, lambics a lot lately. A Cellar Works Brewing Company called St. Eldritch it was a Brett beer that took home, it looks like a silver. A New Trail Brewing Company, which people have been going nuts for lately, their Lazy River Pills took home gold for contemporary American-style Pilsner. Helltown Brewing took home i think that's a bronze for mis- uh, mischievous brown that's an english style brown ale church brew works the lawrenceville brewery took home the looks like a gold for i don't know how you say that pius powis monk dunkel i don't know how you say that word but it's a german okay, style dark terrific. Lager. Yeah. <laughs> i doubt it's pius i doubt it's that swashbuckler Swashbuckler Brewing Company, their Dunkel Wise, German style wheat ale, took home a silver and another gold for 2SP for the Russian. Yep. Which I think they've won multiple times with that beer. They have. They didn't win last year, but they have won and they. At least three or four times, oh, yeah. I think. And then when he was at uh, Iron Hill Media uh, brewing that similar, if not the same beer. He was winning gold medals for Iron Hill. I don't know if I've had the Russian from 2SB, but I know I've had the Russian Imperial Stout from um, from Iron Hill, and that thing is really good. Mm-hmm. I remember having it and being so blown away. I was like, can I get cans? And the cans are more expensive there than they were if you went to Wegmans. <laughs> I think it was like something crazy, like $25 for the four-pack. So all those people that you just listed are people from Pennsylvania? That and those yes. are Pennsylvania brewers. So congratulations, everybody. You guys did great. And uh, I don't know. I'm I'm like really excited to try really all of them, that free will, that new trail um, and a couple of the other breweries I just never really heard of. Um, they might not all be my style of beer, but I'm going to I'm definitely interested in trying them. Speaking of styles of beer, what are we going to get into next year? I know whatever I you guys want. Dana's eye in this bottle. Yeah, should we do you want to go into it. that one? Is it time? We got time. We got a good, uh, good six, seven, eight, ten, twelve minutes. Six, uh, seven, eight, nine, fifteen. <laughs> Let's do that one then. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to hit the button for dude. the regular session. We oh. still have our half hour Patreon session. It's got wax, so Steve might. Be We're gonna wax sure. that thing. It's fancy. I fancy wanted for real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm to dig that off, dude. Yeah. Let's do dig it. that off. I'm gonna be doing work here, John. All right, so yeah. You're gonna have to, <laughs> gonna have to carry this. <laughs> I posted something on Instagram recently, and I'm kind of curious what you guys think. Is there a flavor that when added to beer that you would always avoid? Oh, yeah. I posted on that. What, what did you say? Lavender and... Oh, lavender is gross. Pepper. And pepper. 
I don't like pepper beers. What was in that dogfish head beer? I think there's like a rosemary or something like beer. A real herbal. Yeah, sort of thing. I can't do those. Which one? The Saison du Buff? I definitely can't do that one. That one's gross. It's like peppercorns and, and junk. I really don't like that one. Here, he's trying to hand you a, uh, whatchamacallit? Scissors. Scissors, that's what it's called. <laughs> Taylor, you don't have a wax cutter at your house at your house here? I'm afraid not, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it's a no go. Dana might have something here. All right, so I also want to give a quick shout out to uh to Levante and our boy Devin Mack. Cause uh recently on Beer Nerds, Devin Mack kind of went off on uh on Facebook, and I don't know if he would really say he was going off or not. I kind of took it that way. But um Levante sent out a mass text message. That was saying, hey, here's the here's what we have in stock. Hopefully you're getting ready for the weekend. Come and see us. And it had like their beer list. And he was like, I do not appreciate unsolicited text. And I definitely don't want any of this beer. So why are you texting me? And p- put him on blast on Facebook. Levante immediately responded to him and said, so sorry. We're going to rethink things and, uh, and, and we'll stop doing our mass texts. And just said, like, we're, we're, we're really sorry. We're going to stop it. And then... Word started getting out that they were going to put a special stamp on the bottom of some of their cans referring to that situation, saying like, hey, if you're a beer god and you're in the beer nerds group and you want a good time, text this number. I think it was like text beer god to, 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 the, yes. to the phone number. So it was kind of like poking fun at the situation and, uh, and, and it brings you to a survey and you can sign up to be in there. But um, I saw both Devin and Jim from Levante messaging back and forth with each other about this and everything was in you know uh positive vibes good spirits they were having fun about it and i love how levante constantly if there's ever something that comes up like that they're not afraid to jump right in front of it admit when they're wrong and um and take care of it the right way they always take care of it and it's always done well and classy and i just really appreciate it devin max a really dear friend of mine and um I, I, I don't know. I just feel like it couldn't have been a happier situation. And I love the way it worked out and everybody had fun with it. But I don't know. I thought that was cool. I agree. Did you, did you text beer yeah, guys yes, to the I link? Did. I did too. Did you do the survey? I didn't know what to answer. It's so hard. One of the first <laughs> questions was like, what, um, what beer do you have in your fridge this or what, you know, or what beer do you hope to come home um, to on no, a Friday, Friday night? What are you like going to drink? I'm like, whatever's in my fridge. Yeah. <laughs> there's too many options. I kind of just messed with them on every answer that I gave. Did you? I thought about that, <laughs> but I really found myself struggling because I, the last answer, the last question was if you could have Levante brew your perfect beer, what style, what adjuncts or hot profile would you want? And what would you name it? And I was just completely dumbfounded. Like, I want a a perfect Belgian lambic. I want a juicy fruity IPA. I want this thick imperial stout. Like, I don't know. That that's like the hardest effing question in the world. But I was curious what you guys thought, and if you had an answer to that. My answer that I put on there was I put in, uh, you know, what did you want to add or hot profile? I put mosaic, mosaic, mosaic. Yep. And then the beer name would be mm. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> That's cool. To, but then I was I didn't know if we'd, we'd get in trouble from Hansen. I didn't know if Hansen would mm. uh, with the mm bop or right. if Crash Test Dummies with mm, mm. would be yelling at us. Depends on how many M's you have. Let's get into this beer here. What the F is this? 
What is it? Because it, it looks like a SW40. It's definitely <laughs> got the motor oil look to it. Look at it sticking on the side of the glass. So what's this called? Melanoches? Media Noche. Media Noches. Mm-hmm, from what, Wildworks. What is that? What is Media Noche? That's Spanish for something. It's got to be something, right? I don't. I'm going to Google it. How do you spell it? <laughs> Muy bueno. Media and Noche. And what? this is the Media Noche pre- premiere, I think. Yes. Oh, so yes. Premiere. It's de- I haven't even tasted it yet, but the nose on it is just spectacular. When I Google it, it comes up as some kind of Spanish sandwich that originated in Cuba. So it's not Spanish, yeah. it's Cuban. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a Cuban. But that's all I got. It's not a Cubano? Not a Cubano. Cuban media noche sandwich recipe. Yeah, I don't know if that's what I don't really care. This beer is fire. This thing is delicious. <laughs> Give me a sounder or something, because this shit's banging. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that as strong as you want to go? No, go, give me some there? give me some some uh some fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, yes. is, it, is it an instant classic for you? This thing is it a five for it's you? It's pushing a four seven five. Well then I it might be more. Then you can't have me do the air horn. Come on. The air horn it's reserved. No. It's reserved for things. I'm I don't pretty sure if Lager got the air horn that this beer needs the air horn. <laughs> I'm giving it the air horn. It's a five for me. All right. <laughs> it's a five. It's a five for me. Air horn it. This five for me. This is really, really good. This, this is, is the kind of beer that like I want to. Really I want to sit with an entire like Saturday. No, not a Saturday. Even like a Sunday evening, from like four till six o'clock, and just sit this with this beer and just taste it and think about it. I could smell this beer forever. <laughs> There's so many different flavors going on in this beer. There's a couple times or like times of day or events i guess that i really enjoy stouts one is a late morning on a weekend where it's cool and the sun's starting to warm things up and like maybe it's like 11 30 a.m and you crack a stout and that's that's a good time for me it doesn't happen very often but for some reason that's just always a a time where when it's starting to get cold out that i crave a stout and i just want to enjoy this weather and sit on my back porch and 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 sip on a stout that and a late night campfire this just sounds perfect hanging out with some buddies throwing some cans in the fire is this a whale around here yes yeah this is weld works right (laughs) yes yeah I'm getting. <laughs> Sorry. He gets so mad because he's like, Sorry. "Yo, that dinner's amazing. Can I go get some at Exton Beverage?" No. no, shit like that. He's just always like, "Dinner's amazing." Okay. What else was it? I don't know. I don't. There's been know. a couple lately where this he's been definitely. like, "Yo, get that. Bring that table beer tomorrow." Yeah. 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 Like, anybody driving through Pittsburgh today? <laughs> yeah, I was cracking up because I was like, uh, "You guys are like, what, what should I stop and get tonight?" I was like, "Get, get that table beer," because I didn't have any. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any. And like listening to the episode, I'm so mad because everybody. Everybody was like, "Oh yeah, the table beer was great." If anybody's listening? I don't know. Maybe I'll try to shoot a message to them. Or uh, I wonder. I, I'm I've been chatting it up a little bit. Have you guys seen the the um, first sip brew box out of uh, out of Pittsburgh? I have not. There's a vet. It's a veteran owned. This guy Dennis. I'm giving him a plug, and I and I I'm going to do it because I like the guy, and I'm hoping we can work out some kind of like partnership or a way to to hang out sometime. But the um. They, they do like a subscription box that's all beer related stuff and it's really cool but he's out in pittsburgh and maybe i'll shoot him a message and see if he can get us some of that brew gentleman table beer do it yeah all right so i gotta say this beer for me i already said the, the did everybody rate it you rate it no but i give Shit. it five you, you're doing five <laughs> yeah i think i'm going five ten. it's five this is 
five. I'm going five. This there's beer is bourbon. Damn there's near perfect. Brandy. There's oak. There's chocolate. There's it's amazing. This beer is muy fuego. <laughs> no, I'm 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 really really enjoying this, and I don't want it to end. But all things unfortunately have to come to an end unless you're a patreon uh, subscriber yes he, he go to patreon.com slash nbn network to hear more from us we got more beer to drink we got more stuff to talk about we got another half hour to go we're still here we're, we're doing rocking it. it we're doing it if you guys have been took the time to listen to us we love you don't stop there go to patreon but go to patreon.com slash nbn network john loves you all also for I do crying out loud go to unomiacbd.com and you use the promo code get 20 percent off and free shipping you're stupid if you don't do it it's silly i don't have anything else to say you nailed it silly <laughs> guys this, thank this you you're silly this is amazing guys thank you for listening we'll see you next time